You are listening to a Stat Media Group production. This is Cargo Masterminds presented by Cargo One. This is an exclusive one-to-one weekly interview series with leaders from the world's leading air cargo and logistics companies. It is Monday and it is time to catch up with the new Cargo Mastermind with your host, Reggie John. Located at the heart of the continent in a leading business location, Frankfurt Airport is Europe's leading cargo hub. More than 2 million tons of cargo is handled at Frankfurt Airport annually. In 2021, the volume handled at this airport was 2.3 million tons. In 2023, it handled close to 2 million tons of cargo, which is a decline of 3.9% year-on-year and 9.3% compared to the pre-COVID levels. Global route network, strategic location, physical and digital infrastructure are some of the key strengths of Frankfurt Airport. To discuss some of the latest developments, and how this transportation powerhouse of Europe is strengthening its position as the most desired gateway for global trade is Max Philip Conradi, Vice President Cargo Development at Fraport AG. Max has been with Fraport, the operator of Frankfurt Airport, for more than 18 years, holding senior leadership positions. In November 2018, Max joined the cargo department of Frankfurt Airport. Max joins me from Frankfurt. Max, welcome to Cargo Masterminds and delighted to have you in this episode of Cargo Masterminds. Thank you for having me. Max, let us start with the latest development from Frankfurt Airport, which is the formation of a joint venture between Fraport, the operator of Frankfurt Airport, and Dacosi, a well-known technology company in the logistics space, to accelerate air cargo digitalizations. When the JV was announced last week, uh, the release said the purpose of the new company is to anchor digital infrastructure, develop and operate cargo community systems, and to do faster market launch of new air cargo applications. Could you elaborate on each of these three aspects? At first, um, how to anchor a digital cargo community system. One key player um, of anchoring a car community system is the airport. As it's um, the provider of the infrastructure, it's the, in most cases, it's the owner of the land, the owner of the airport. And what we have seen in the past is that we have some very, very engaged people uh, from, from the forwarding side as well, from the cargo handling that stepped in and tried to, to evolve the system and implement the system. But to standardize things on an airport and get in the overall um, coverage from on block or even from 10 minutes in of an aircraft till the truck leaves the airport. So the complete process on the vertical as well as on the horizontal view, it's the airport. So the airport is, is essential of building up a platform. And as an airport stepping in and building together with uh, the cozy this joint venture elevate, we take over our responsibility and we step in and providing this as a kind of a guarantee to our customers at the airport that as long as we as an airport run, uh, as an airport operator run this airport, this cargo platform 
is here to stay. And developing and operating a car community system, it's all about the community. And the community at Frankfurt Airport is a quite strong community. Uh, we have the air, the air cargo community Frankfurt. It's a, it's a group, uh, a formed group of uh, most of the members, uh, most of the customers here at cargo, um, the Cargo Hub Frankfurt. And together with this community, as a strong relationship with each other, uh, we, we are working on the problems. We are concepting solutions that being then um, developed within Elevate to provide software solutions for this real-world solutions and to, to efficient their processes. And last but not least, the faster market launch. As we in Frankfurt or as Elevate is now nearer to the customer, so they tattle the offices, physical offices as well, here in Frankfurt, right there in the cargo city's house. They are nearer to the customers, nearer to the, they have their ears nearer on the problems of the customers and to be more involved in the community on one hand and together with the additional power for us as an airport and the dedication and the will from us as an airport to develop this system any further. We have the additional speeds, additional backup that we need to implement and evolve the cargo system in a much faster space than we did in the past. Max, uh, how is this new company funded? And do you have customers on board already other than Frankfurt Airport, uh, outside Germany and outside Europe? Um, the company is funded it's, uh, from both, from the Cozy and Fraport. So it's a 50-50 joint venture. Both partners have the, very much the same stake. So all the decisions on the uh, on Elevate and our joint venture has to be done by both of us. And we have an, an additional funding for the first years to overcome this, the starting period. But compared to other newly funded companies, there's already a huge group of existing customers using the Fiat Link system, the Fraubers import application and other applications that come along with it. There are over 1,000, I think 1,100 customers linked to the system. Most of them are paying customers as well. So uh, the system right now, it's uh, paying for itself. And it, uh, with the additional funding that we prevent uh, with founding the joint venture, we're able to develop the system at, a, at this uh, faster speed that we intended to do. Regarding customers, most of our customers of the car community system are here in Frankfurt. There's a smaller installation of the car community system at Hamburg Airport running for almost five years right now, or a little bit more than five years with fewer customers. That's, that's a kind of a proof of concept that this car community system is not only for huge airports as Frankfurt with a lot of customers and difficult uh, infrastructure, difficult uh, settings um, that we have on, on larger airports is always suitable for smaller airports. So it's a kind of a showcase. Apart from this, we're in talks with several airports at different sizes, but uh, there's talks on the very first steps. Um, and one key factor maybe compared to others is that we do not necessarily uh, have to expand. Our main focus right now for Illuate is Frankfurt Airport. We are open to it and we are more than loving to expand this network of airports running the community system fair link. 
but it's uh, not our purpose and not our main aim that we are striving on to spread uh, as far as possible. You know, air cargo digitalization and cargo community systems anchored around the airports are becoming a key driver for cargo development and critical to the growth of the entire cargo ecosystem around an airport with multiple stakeholders. How do you intend to position your new company among a few others who are already there and rolling out similar systems in other parts of the world working with key airports what significant cargo volumes handled? Yeah, the cargo community system we established here in Frankfurt, our fared link system, is a system that, that mainly runs or in, in this size has been run only in Frankfurt Airport. As Frankfurt Airport is known not as one of the easiest airport to operate at, it's a kind of a proof that this cargo community system is reliable. It's able to tackle each challenge being thrown at. And so it's a, it's a, it's a, for, for us, it's an, it's a proof um, that this car community system, it's ready to expand. And together with the expertise of, of us as an airport operator, not running Frankfurt Airport, we are running a several airports, 31 around the world right now, larger and smaller ones. And the COSI being a software provider, not only in Frankfurt, but with a long time record, as I said, in, in the whole community system sector and other software sectors as well. Um, there are two companies with huge expertise that can can support the system and build up systems suitable for airports around the world. So this is uh, one driving factor, the thing that just makes Elevate uh, successful. And our understanding of implementing a cargo community system, in my eyes, it's a little bit different than other cargo community systems. Our idea is not to put software out of the shelf throw it in an airport and say, now you're digitized. We are closely working with the community. So from the ground up, we get and talk with them and try to understand about the infrastructure, the physical infrastructure, the processes in between forwards, cargo handlers, ground handlers, and then tailor-made a solution with the cargo community system as a data exchange platform that is most suitable for those customers. And Understanding that digitization is not only software, it's a change of processes. So change management, it even maybe in some kinds a larger part of introducing a cargo community system than just coding. And this understanding helps us to provide, in our eyes, the best cargo community system available on the market. And um, um, as I already mentioned, that via Stanford Airport are very, very confident with this community system. It suits us very well. And we want to develop it in Frankfurt even further, get more processes on the platform to enhance the processes here in Frankfurt and uh, further. And there is no need right now to expand on to, to expand it just right now. We have the ability to expand, but not the need right now. Max, uh... Now let us turn our attention to something different and let's spend some time talking about other broader air cargo market developments and cargo news and development at Frankfurt Airport where you are the responsible leader for cargo development. How do you look at the cargo business at Frankfurt Airport in 2023? When it comes to cargo throughput, you had a decline of 3.9% year-on-year to 1.9 million tons handled in 2023. 
and compared to pre-COVID volume, the drop is even more significant, which is 9.3%. What is your reading of these numbers? The figures that you situated are correct. Unfortunately, we had this decline, this decline, but to put it in a, in a broader look, that if you if I look at, at our airports surrounding us, airports, other cargo hubs or other larger hubs here in Europe, you see at most of those airports a decline very much compared to this in Frankfurt. So it's not a sole um, development that just hit Frankfurt Airport. Um, it's a development that we see at several airports here in Europe. And the main driver is the uh, overall economic development uh, that we saw in the past uh, months or even years. The war, the crisis in the Ukraine, the fights going on in Israel, the inflation in Europe, especially in Germany, a weaker economical outlook in Germany, that all reflect our cargo figures or remove our cargo figures. So it's a quite challenging uh, market situation right now here in Europe, and especially in Frankfurt. But we also say that the um, freight rates are still slightly above 2019 numbers. So even their less cargo volume, the businesses, as far as we see the businesses or can see, and then the business is that um, it's challenging, but it's doable. Max, uh, if I were to ask you to pick up a few key highlights of uh, Frankfurt Airport's cargo business for the year 2023, what are they? As one of the major headlines, I would put up the return of the belly. So um, in uh, pre-COVID times, cargo volumes being transported via to Frankfurt Airport have been uh, up to 60% in cargo-only uh, aircrafts and full freighters. And in uh, the COVID times, it's been up to 90, 95, nine, even 98% of all the cargo volume uh, being, being transported in full freighters. And from this time on, we uh, see uh, a decline um, of this full freighter ratio. And now in uh, last year, we are back at normal levels. So about 64% of all the freight being transported to Frankfurt, uh, it's in full freighters. That means that roughly 40%, and that's the return of the belly, are belly cargo in Frankfurt. And it comes together, comes along uh, with the recovery of the passenger hub here in Frankfurt as well. So we have the recovery rate compared to pre-COVID times at uh, 86% here in Frankfurt and especially on, on long-distance flights and international connections. And that comes along the, with, a, uh, with a huge, uh, with a larger aircraft um, with a belly uh, capacity being uh, operating here in Frankfurt as well. And another highlight in my eyes is that we have um, now 14 consecutive months an expert surplus. So this is uh, connected with a weaker economy uh, here in Europe. So the consume of the people here in Europe at slower levels as we've seen uh, during COVID times. So the import numbers struggling overall, and this leads to this outbound surplus that is not normal or not normal if we, we look back in historic figures here at Frankfurt Airport. You know, the global air freight market is going through a very challenging time because of various factors, including that of global macroeconomic factors, which are constricting demand and making cargo yield uh, fall very sharply. What is your reading of the market? Uh, I understand that in, in an answer to an earlier question, you did make 
some brief comments about uh, factors that are impacting global air freight market. Um, yes, I do. My eyes, it's a it's a key or the main driver. It's the overall um, economic uh, situation um, in the world right now, and uh, with a special view on Europe. Europe is very much affected by um, the war in the Ukraine, inflation, and with a more detailed look on Germany, uh, we're lacking behind on keeping and maintaining our infrastructure right now. We are challenged to put more effort in digitization, our own regulations in Germany, and we are acknowledging that and did the first steps to tackle these challenges, but... Uh, at the point right now, we are not this thriving economy right now. And this leads to less demand um, on the air cargo side as well, and not this much developing export uh, economy here in Frankfurt. And being the largest um, economy uh, in Europe, it's like infecting other uh, economies uh, within the European Union as well. And together, with a global crisis that we that we see on several points on the earth, it, it won't lead up to a dynamic market. These macroeconomic factors are really constraining um, the overall business right now. Max, uh, we are already at the end of the first month of uh, 2024. What are the signals you are picking up from Europe, Asia, and the rest of the world on factors that affect human consumption, buying patterns, which impact the swing in air cargo demand and supply. Actually, the, the last uh, months or even weeks uh, turned out to be a kind of a small bright light. Um, the cargo volumes here in Frankfurt turned to go up. Again, we are above 2019, so pre-COVID levels. We are above, of course, than 2023 levels. So we saw first indicators of an um, increasing air freight market. It will be, turns out, uh, and my eyes, um, if, uh, how it turns to, to get in 2024 when we have uh, passed Chinese New Year in the middle of February. So these are just the first indicators. If this just little, little um, early development is going to stay here, for me, it's still questionable, but um, hopefully keep our fingers crossed that uh, the industry will recover even more. Are there any specific trends or events that worry you in terms of their impact on cargo business at one of Europe's uh, biggest and busiest cargo airports? I think uh, there's three major challenges that we are facing. One challenge that we are facing is not a thing that we have to worry about, but we have to work hard on. It's a sustainability factor. So to do climate action, to get CO2 neutral, this is an ongoing challenge that is not new, but uh, it's getting more and more important to handle accordingly. So it forces us as an airport, it forces uh, cargo airlines, the handlers, the forwarders to adopt their process of finding new solutions on how to do business and getting see uh, tune natural at the same, very much the same time. The second challenge that that uh, we are facing uh, the regulations and increasing regulations on the import processes, as you're saying with ICS two and CSTS five, that's for 
trucks and transfer trucks, road feeder services being implemented here in Europe in the upcoming months that put a lot of additional pressure on the handlers, on the forwarding agents, on the custom agents to fully comply with this uh, customs processes on the um, union's customs code and how to, and in the implementation phase, it's always, um, even though the best prepared ones, there have to be issues when implementing. The first steps are always combined with some hiccups. And the third one, of course, is how the economy will develop. As I said, it's a main driver that uh, is outside our control, but it's affecting our businesses at the very highest stake. Max, uh, are you seeing any noticeable volume shift from ocean to air on account of the current shipping crisis in the Red Sea? Are more volume coming in or coming in and passing through Frankfurt Airport? And if yes, is that really noticeable? From my eyes, it's unfortunately, <laughs> from uh, a global perspective and a supply chain perspective, uh, it's a very, very, it's, it's a mass that what we're expecting to see availability of containers of, of seafood capacity in the future. Maybe it will lead in the future additionally to additional tons in air cargo and uh, thriving demand in air cargo, just building up or stepping in for broken supply chains. But right now, at this moment, uh, what we see is there are only talks on all their capacities available. Could air freight step in at any point if we need you? And the answer is yes. But um, right now, we don't see any movement of figures regarding or related to this topic. Max, before I move into the final question, I just want you to uh, share if you have any details on some of your uh, new investment into cargo development infrastructure besides the digital infrastructure. There's a lot of development uh, that is taking place uh, within Frankfurt Airport. There's also uh, development for the cargo business of Frankfurt Airport. If you can highlight a, of any significant um, upgrade in terms of uh, infrastructure development for uh, cargo at Frankfurt Airport. Yeah, I can showcase uh, a few developments that we will see right now this year. At first, next week, there will be the, uh, we are laid down the foundation stone for the new DHL Global Forwarding Warehouse here in Frankfurt. Uh, when it's built, um, it takes us one and a half, two years to build the warehouse. When it's ready, it's been the second largest building, the second largest warehouse in our cargo city south. And together with DHL Global Forwarding, we are very, very aware that this is a huge step for them in increasing their activities here in Frankfurt and um, as a cornerstone of their, their air freight network. And additionally, uh, we'll do an RFP on uh, additional plots of land that's still free in the, our so-called cargo cities house. So um, there will be future developments and we'll have uh, three process running this year to, to further develop in this area. And additionally, as um, you have may read in the press uh, before, Lufthansa Cargo is improving their hub in Frankfurt as well. They're investing hundreds of millions of euro in establishing an up-to-date cargo hub here in Frankfurt, investing in a uh, huge stacker in modern facilities and improving up their capacity, improving up their processes as well. 
Max, uh, my final question to you is, uh, what is your outlook for 2024? For Air Cargo, what is good and what is bad that you think would happen in 2024 as you look ahead? In 2024, I'm really looking for uh, to implement a new and improved slot management system for a truck, the landside truck coordination system. So the next step in the car community system and the slot appointment system and to to get it implemented in an MVP running with first uh, companies and to further improve our landside processes. But on a more, more general level, I expect 2024 to be a challenging year for the industry and challenging in times of the tonnage-wise, uh, maybe challenging um, on the yield as well. But it's for us as an industry to prepare for an upscaling in tonnage that we expect to come in the upcoming years with a recovering economy. So now it's the time to invest in processes, to invest in fortification of workers, to build up to be ready for future volumes. Max, uh, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate joining us for this episode of Cargo Masterminds presented by Cargo One. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. That was Max Philip Conradi, Vice President, Cargo Development, Fraport AG. That's it from us at Staff Media Group. We bring Cargo Masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back next Monday for a fresh episode.